All right, well, welcome everybody. Uh, Tom Miller here with my teaching partner, Katie Reidenauer from Leaders Building Leaders. And we're just excited, uh, you know, we're, we're grateful, let me say we're grateful that anybody would give us any moment of their time and uh, we value your time. And, and so that was one of the main reasons we put this call together. Again, we're trying to stay in touch with you every couple of days and we had some really great participation over the weekend. And we know most, you know, principals are still, you know, really navigating through the step-by-step -step and what does this look like. And so I wanted to share with you just a couple of things that have been on my mind and maybe some resources that can help you uh, start to look forward. And so one aspect is, you know, I don't think things are going to go back to normal as we know it. <laughs> Right, uh, it's that you know quote that I had up there from from Eric Crawford to at the very beginning of the call about about you know the learners are going to be fine, but but those who who aren't are are really going to be challenged to to see the next world that they're in, and and so we're all immediately have been stretched from our comfort zone. We've got you know brick and mortar teachers learning how to use digital platforms. We have. You know, parents who are trying to balance, you know, uh, there may be work at home space with also, you know, overseeing the education plan uh, of their child right now, you know, as a as an oversight. And and it just really got me thinking last night, a little actually concerned. Um, and it's just it's just I'm not here to scare or put fear or but it's just to get you thinking about, you know, what if. Right. What if. And it really came to mind when I was listening to one of my, you know, Katie and I have a great business mentor and uh, he just started to, you know, talk about um, that, that this is, this is a reset in the environment as we know it. And he started talking about, you know, the Marriott, which is the largest hotel company in the world is going to start having to lay off, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of people across the world, but a company like Airbnb, they're going to be okay, right? Uber, right? You know, Uber completely disrupted our world. You know, they don't own a car, yet they, you know, transport more people than anybody. Um, it made me think back, although even back to Southwest Airlines that completely changed the way airlines, you know, functioned with their speed and getting people on the plane and off the plane and just, you know, customer service and, and, um, compared to companies, if you remember like Kodak, right? Remember Kodak didn't think that anybody would like a pixelated picture. <laughs> so they, they refuse to evolve and therefore don't exist. Uh, Motorola uh, is another example. They actually were one of the first ones to have the technology to have a, um, a, a uh, you know, screen, a, um, a, a touch screen and they they didn't go you know forward with it myspace right maybe some of you had a myspace account at one at one time and you know obviously facebook completely revolutionized the way we look at social media and then it made me think about right now every parent is experiencing homeschool or virtual school right and there's virtual schools all over our country. And if they like this environment, what's to stop them from moving to a virtual school, right? What's to stop them from moving from a homeschool? Because in school choice world, 
specifically here in North Carolina, I'm just going to speak about North Carolina, school choice. Uh, there's, you know, there's private school, charter school, and homeschool. Homeschool has double the enrollment of uh, charter and um, uh, private. Right? I mean, think about that. There's, there, there's close to 200,000 homeschool students in North Carolina compared to 100,000 charter school students. And that number has been increasing dramatically over the last 10 years. So part of what I wanted to do is I wanted to really look at two things. I wanted to look and I shared with you in the email two uh, resources that are part of some of our paid uh, programs. One is our principal checklist. It's a quarterly um, you know, checklist to really help you plan and work through. And, and so it works for everybody, whether you're a principal or a, a teacher or a coach and a call doesn't matter. Uh, so we're going to take a little bit of a look at that. And then I also sent you um, a workbook that Katie and I created about being a fully enrolled charter school. Because right now, I'm really starting to think about engagement with your community is so critical. Because if you're on our call Saturday, I think, Katie, uh, remind me, I think it was Saturday where we talked about in times of crisis, you know, people look for leadership and security and they want to feel good, right? They don't want to get confused because when you confuse people, you lose people. You don't want to lose here, right? We want to gain. If anything, this actually may be an opportunity for us as charter school leaders to be that community leader to grow your school, to grow your opportunity, and to really, really expand of what you do. So uh, that's what I would like to spend a little bit of time on, plus to get your feedback on what do the next couple of weeks look like at your school and, and, and how might we be able to uh, support through some of our virtual uh, programs as well. So, so I've got, if you can see our screen, and I'll share this, um, I'll share this, uh, this acronym uh, that John Maxwell uses called plan, plan ahead, right? The nine steps for preparation and taking action. When Jeff was part of our team, he, he hated this acronym because it was way too many letters. <laughs> he always used to yell at me about it. Um, and so, so we'll use this to kind of guide us, to guide us through. So, you know, in times of uncertainty, you have to really know your mission, right? So what is your mission as an organization? What is your mission as 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 a leader because you know there's a good chance i might be crazy here there's a good chance that you're not going back to school this year as school as we know it there's already been multiple states that have shut down school for the year there has been georgia has shut down end of grade you know testing for the year um Alex Quigley just put a really great op-ed out about how, you know, these are some things that our governor needs to be looking at in our legislation. And that's one of them about, you know, canceling EOGs as we know it. Because there's a really good chance that we won't be in, in our buildings as school as we know it, right? Normal. And look, even if I'm half wrong, you're not getting back in your building until mid-April or late April, which gives you about a month of time <laughs> of school, whatever that looks like for that right so in times of uncertainty you really need to know your mission right and continue to communicate your mission out there and then what's your message right what's your message no no there needs to be a unified clear message coming from your school 
and who is that who is that communicator okay and so if you're a school leader if you're a principal right you need to be making sure that the messages come out with that message whatever that unified message is you know we're here for the security and safety and education of your child you know we'll be you know we will be resilient during these times um, you know you, you you joined us because you know you trust us to educate your child under any condition and we're working diligently you know for that and and, and here's what those steps are in one of the Facebook pages that we shared out, you know, Katie, I can't remember the name, but it's maybe like Amazing Education Resources. There's like 36,000 <laughs> members of it. And there's just every day there's an, like, do this. You got virtual zoos. You've got, um, you got like the Louvre is doing something, right? And now like the New York Library. Okay, calm down. Know your mission, know your message, and know your method. Okay, mission, message, method. Why do you exist? What are we communicating? And how are we going to do it? Okay. Really, really simple. Keep it simple. Don't fall for the shiny object. All right. And, and you know, you need to slow down sometimes to, to be able to speed up. So that's in that, that letter P, right? Predetermine your course of action. And I'm going to, Katie showed me all these really cool tools and I'm going to, I'm gonna, how do I do it, Katie? Oh, now I lost it. Oh, I can annotate, right? Predetermine your course of action. That's what, that's what we're talking about right now. So do spotlight and then you'll get the arrow. All right. You say so. I'm in. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Predetermine. Isn't that cool, guys? Katie, Katie Everybody can use that tool. Tools of Zoom. Yeah. So know your mission, know your method, know your message. Okay. You have to, you know, you may have to redefine your next six to 12 months. Right. So when you think about it, I want you to think about it now from a third quarter perspective, a third quarter perspective, what are you typically doing at this time? Throw it in the chat box and go ahead and unmute yourself. Third quarter, right around spring break, like Cynthia's on spring break. Most of us, right. This is maybe, we just we just went through the valley of despair, right? We just went we just we just plummeted down the valley of despair, the hardest time of a school year to to rise up into coronavirus. <laughs> right? We were crawling, 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 and now we're like, oh my gosh, now what? Right? We're not gonna get that break like we thought. We're not gonna be able to kind of, you know, just you know travel, see our families, right? It is an opportunity to do all those things in, a, in an unnormal way, but we're not, but we're really not having that thing. So what was that uh, chat box there, Katie? Uh, so third quarter, anticipating vacancies and mm -hmm. hiring for fall, and then enrollment, evaluations, yes. and follow-ups on interventions to see if growth is happening. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Whoever all those words, because I didn't open up chat box. Great job. Yeah, yeah. You you have to be microscopic, right? Microscopic, but telescopic. Like you have to be thinking about, well, what if we don't go back? How are we going to make sure we secure all this enrollment? How do we make sure our kids come back to us? How do we make sure that if we didn't make enrollment goals, like how are we, how are we going to advertise our school in these really, really challenging, tough times? 
you know who's not out there you know advertising for um kids yeah kids and jobs underperforming schools aren't <laughs> so this is a great time to be i mean not to sound you know rude but this is a great time for recruitment this is a great time to go through some of your you know to revamp some of your processes to to make sure that your hiring process is really strong. So I love it. So lay out your goals then, right? What are your goals during, during, this, during this break? So we also had it um, that, that folks are welcoming new families mm. and following the lottery and getting ready for big trips for each grade level. But nearly all are canceled at this point, but that's, that's right. typically what, what Deborah's doing at this time. <laughs> yeah, so, right, how do we do that in our new world, right? So everything that you would normally do, now we have a new way of doing it, right? We're gonna discover new ways to innovate, new ways to educate, new ways to recruit, new ways to connect with our current families and future families, okay? So lay out your goals of whatever that may look like. Lay out your goals, whatever that may look like. And part of this predetermining a course of action and laying out your goals has to be um, inventorying your intake in terms of who are my people listening to and whose voice do I want them to listen to? And whose voice do you want them to listen to? Raise your hand. Say me, right? I want them to listen to me. I want them, I want them to come to my school's, my school's webpage, my school's Facebook. I want them to come to my school, right, for everything. Because you don't want anybody else influencing your population. They could get bad information, right? or they could be tricked and manipulated. Last night I saw um, Steve Pond um, on, his, on his school's Facebook page reading a bedtime story to his kids. Yeah. It made, I don't, my kids don't go there, but it made me feel really comfortable. It's like, oh, it's great, you know? He's willing to put himself out there. Steve Pond's at Peak Academy here in uh, Wake County, right? So lay out your goals. If your goals is, you know, to to you know recruit this this many teachers it's to it's to you know grow to this many students and if you downloaded the workbook that i sent you it's got a, an entire um at the very end a um a, a, a really easy visual that i'll pull up here in a second about how you lay out your goals for enrollment so while you're predetermining course of action you're laying out your goals now we need to adjust our priorities right we need to adjust our priorities so now that now that our last three to our last part of our third quarter, and by the way, we're 112 days away from the end of the fiscal year. 112. You know how fast it's going to go? It may not seem fast because every moment is spent in your living room right now, but so I didn't hear budget. I'm not sure if anybody put budgeting up there, Katie. I didn't see any budgeting. But this is a normal time where you start to plan and prepare for your budget for next year, right? And the fact that the state didn't even pass a budget this year is even more concerning, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to get your budget, you got to get your enrollment, 
you got to get your teacher development. So could I develop my teachers virtually? Could I have one-on-one -on -one virtual calls with each one of my staff during this time to check in and make sure they're doing okay, right? What are all the things that I want to do to make sure they are not going somewhere else, right? So your organization, we sent out a blog yesterday, like what makes your school successful? What do you think is the number one thing that makes your school successful? What are your thoughts, Katie? What that made your school successful when you, when you led Veritas? Strong sense of community. Everybody was really proud of the work we were doing and of our, of our student population. Mm -hmm. Strong sense of community, right? So I would be prioritizing, how do I keep this community going in this virtual world, in this social distancing world? Right, to show that we're connected. You know, this morning, just a little bit ago, I, I read a, a picture book and a chapter book and I invited everybody to, to do it and, and it was messy. It was Facebook Live and I'm not great at that, but I went ahead and there were some Veritas families that were on there saying thank you and I was like, hey, steal this idea. This is, a, this is not my idea. This is a good one you can use. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to to your point that you want to keep your school community together and focus, you know, like how is your mission interpreted at home? You know, this is a really good chance to see how it's interpreted at home by your parents and, and be there to help them work through that. Awesome. Who else is that? Who else? Yeah, go ahead. Deborah did know that Explorers had just finished the budget process, so they were ahead of the game. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they have they have a budget hawk at the at the helm. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, budgeting, prioritizing. I, you know, I, you know, I wrote a note here. I'm trying to get this off my screen. I wrote a note here to myself that you know, again, I said this out loud that every parent of your school is now responsible for the oversight of the of the child's education. So if your priority, if your priority is educating kids and letting your families know how well you, you can educate, educate kids even in crisis, that's what you want to be focusing on, right? Like, because like I started to think about, hmm, if I'm doing some read-alouds with my son, and I haven't done a lot of read-alouds this year, but now I'm forced into read-alouds, and I realized that he's not reading very well, who am I blaming? <laughs> hmm? Who am I blaming? I'm not blaming myself, even though it's my fault. Right? Oh, no, you're saying that school. What that has this school, school been not, doing all year? That school hasn't taught this to you? How dare they send homework that you can't do? I did this in the third grade. Why are you doing this in sixth grade, right? Really be thinking about those pieces. Okay, really be thinking about that. What are the cool stuff that you're doing? How do we innovate? How do we educate? How do we make sure that it's a sound quality education in all, in all aspects, right? That you're still that trusted source. That trusted source. So, we, so Cynthia, Cynthia added a few things here, Tom, that yes, they're focusing it. on at Excelsior. Uh, they have a facility expansion, which I know is exciting, Cynthia, mm -hmm. <laughs> going into ninth grade. Um, 
at, you know, the addition of all the hiring that's associated with that, and then the typical hiring, and you have academic growth and planning a budget. So, you know, if you don't mind me picking on you, Cynthia, how are you reprioritizing given the new reality? Well, I'm spending my spring break planning for <laughs> distance learning and the rest of it just doing as usual, so. Okay, so you're pivoting for the moment, but then you're gonna get back on course. Yeah. So, and you know, we've got um, the lottery acceptances coming in and, you know, it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, per right. usual, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even more of an important time to be really focusing on empowerment, right? Like empowerment is a key here and, and you don't have to do everything alone. So who, so who can do those pieces, right? So really, really, you know, thinking through um, that, Cynthia you've got a really strong team around you. So uh, really, really taking the time to think through what, you know, what, you know, what are some different ways that other people can do some of this work? How do we improve our systems, right? I mean, it, like I was looking at my garage and I was like, oh, it's a spring cleaning time. It's also spring cleaning time at your school. You know, how do we catch up with you know systems and processes and procedures, how do we make sure we have certain aspects in place? How do you know maybe here's a time where I can reteach you know someone about how to do you know the enrollment? And gosh, I mean, going back to that L, lay out your goals. If you've got a capital campaign going on, whew, right? Katie's got um, some really good information. She's been working hard to find you new know, grants and and just really making sure on your your web page you know you've got an easy way for someone to donate some money right to <laughs> find a way right now in these hard times we've got a hundred kids without laptops you know help us out help us out um, so if you went through that workbook i just wanted to pull up a couple of um you know so this this uh, workbook is a is a gift to everybody who's on here and you know you know, you know anybody who's part of our community um it's normally a uh, paid you know, a, a paid um, subscription, um, but we've got our, uh, oh, maybe I've got the wrong one up. Um, sorry, everybody. I'll pull up the other one. Katie, see if you can find the other one that has the, um, that has the uh, pages in the back with uh, um, how to do your lottery and, and all those pieces. I want to make sure I sent the right one out. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, um, really make sure you're strengthening the brand of your school, right? So that now is a really great time to, to create a brand, strengthen your brand, um, really share stories and ceremonies. I saw Kip, you know, Charter School yesterday, um, Kip, Kip NC, they, they videotaped their school buses going out into the community to, you know, drop off work packets, right? Um, we took uh, pictures at IDYL of, of the, uh, you know, teachers getting ready and, you know, preparing food and, and you know, things to be able to uh, drop off, right? So um, Shining Rock had a, had a really good picture. Um, there, there was a woman's head kind of in the car, so I don't know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, so it didn't really represent social distancing, but you could see the giant car line of all the parents coming up to get the packets and 
to get the work, right? So anything that you can continually show your community uh, that you're working towards, right? So short video clips of these ritual stories and ceremonies um, and, you know, finding a way to be able to, to show and give uh, people at ease uh, that, you are, that you are educating um, uh, uh, um, your kids, but also really being that impact in the community that, that the community needs. So um, there's the, a whole social media presence and, and a building a community of fans section here on page five. And I, this, you know, uh, fact is over 80% of people check their social media within 10 minutes of waking up. 80%, right? So how do you make sure that your school is represented? So if you've got a, um, one of those text blasts, you know, systems or a way, like the first thing I would be doing today is I would be driving everybody to your Facebook page. I would have a link to your Facebook page and I'd say, if you're not, if you're not a member of our Facebook page, right, or if you've got like an active, you know, blog on your website or whatever it is, I would be driving subscription there uh, because you want to control the message that they see every morning. And that's what Shining Rock did so well, Tom, is mm -hmm. what you saw on the school leadership page was they had called the newspaper and said, hey, we are ready for our parents mm -hmm. to pick up packets on Monday. And, yep. you know, if you need a news item about this coronavirus and, and kids staying at home, come do it at our school. And that's why most of that newscast was done on their property. I love it. Yeah. Looking for the other lead generator here. Um, I just sent you the latest version of that fully enrolled document, Tom. Okay, so great. Yeah, let me, let me pull it up. I'm sorry, but I grabbed the wrong one. It's at the, so you're looking where they have the graph at the very end? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you, you have that now. Yeah, so what are the ways, you know, the few folks on the call, what are the, you know, what are the ways that you're all doing that now, um, making sure that you have uh, uh, the right, you know, you know, all of your uh, fans in a sense, right? How are you creating raving fans on your social media pages? Uh, Deborah shared a good one. She said her, did you mean EC director, Deborah? Oh, unmute yourself real quick if you can. No, our elementary school director. Oh, elementary school director yeah. does daily selfies with any kid who has a birthday, and she's already worked out how to make that happen online. I love yes. it. That's awesome. That is a great idea. Part of our little traditions and rituals. So, Yeah, keep it up during this time. The kids love it. Yes, yep. I love it. That is a great idea. And yeah, and... um. Yeah, so I'll make sure uh, I'm going to create a link to this and drop it in a box so everybody can get it. But so um, what I was what I was referring to with your lottery here, right? This is just a way to keep on tracking it and look at how many applications received and how many packets returned and not returned, right? Just a way to organize your thoughts. And maybe some of you have a resource like this, um, but if not. Now you do, right? So every day, this is your scoreboard, right? I can't make adjustments to my scoreboard until I know what the score is. So you want to be making sure that somebody's tracking uh, that uh, process. You teach someone how to specifically go through the wait list. And it's just going to be different because if this has to be handled virtually, if it's really hard for you to get back into your building, um, and if you're having a hard time for uh, parents to be able to drop off material, 
you need to start thinking through what, what that may look like, right? What might that look like for us? What are some other ideas that popped up, Katie? Let's see. We have, um, that's it. Those are all the ideas. We'd love to hear from y'all. Mm -hmm. yeah. I also want to invite everyone. There's a uh, relatively new Facebook group. There was actually a project Courtney Samuelson and I started about two years ago. That's North Carolina charter school educators. Hmm. And I'll, I'll put the link in the chat, but we'd love to see everyone invite yourselves and um, all of your staff members to come online with that. And I'll make sure Tom and Katie have an invite too. Yeah, that'd be great. North uh, Charter Educators, you said? North Carolina Charter Schools Educators. Oh, yep. Charter I'll, school. I'll put the link in. Let me find it. Okay, great. Well, because charters are in such a unique position because, exactly. you know, if you listen to the state, state superintendent, it doesn't, everything doesn't always apply, especially with pay and, you know, those kinds of things. So I think the more clarity, you know, if we can come together as a community, we can help each other have clarity. Yep. Well, I had just gotten back from, I was leading the um, conference at NCAT for charter schools and talking about how charter schools are so isolated. And this was one of the things that we were looking at is ways that we could stay connected as charter school teachers. Hmm. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so awesome. So as we start to kind of uh, finish up here, um, you know, we've talked about predetermine your course of action, lay out your goals, address your priorities, and notifying your key personnel, right? So one of the things, um, I don't um, have direct access to it right here, uh, but actually let me, let me see if I can do it. You know, I was, um, you know, Katie and I used a DISC personality profile often, right? And so maybe some of you have gone through DISC with us. <laughs> but I was laughing because, um, you know, Katie, when we do, when we do the DISC, uh, you know, we know that 80% you know, of the population is on either a, uh, a C style or an S style, right? So this mm -hmm. means they need, um, they need a, a um, clear, you know, clear process and, and, and they're very detail oriented and they're always concerned about the why and the how. So if you're up, if you can see the screen, you can see this visual that I put up. 86% of the population need to know why and how. <laughs> so as leaders, as we're, as we're throwing everything at them at a hundred miles an hour, this mm -hmm. is what they're asking themselves, right? They want quality answers, clear instructions and feeling valued. And from an S style, which is our greatest, it's our largest, it's our largest group of people. They're looking for security and peace and harmony and team orientation and loyalty and acceptance. And so, you know, the majority of my life, I've been up in this top two uh, quadrants, the what and the who is like, ah, oh, this is a piece of cake. Just drive right through. We're going to teach kids online. We're going to completely shift our brick and mortar school to a virtual school. Everybody can do it. <laughs> online all the time you know no so we have to be really conscious right <laughs> really conscious so when we notify our key personnel we have to know their styles we have to know how they think how they work how they process because if we don't we don't we're going to lose them right when you confuse you lose you don't want to be losing anybody 
Okay, so be really conscious of that, about how, how everybody operates. I don't know if you want to add anything, Katie, since you're in this top left-hand quadrant here. What, are, you know, what, are, what have been some of your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I would have been right there without the awareness about my personality style, which I'm, I'm a high D and a high I. So I just, I just take an idea and I run with it, and I don't always get all the details that everybody else is going to appreciate. So I rely on those folks who say, wait a second, um, what about, and have you thought about, and how is this going to impact? And you know, so by relying on those folks who can kind of fill out those parts of your personality that just aren't as strong, uh, I think it's really important. Because, um, you know, like, I'm just thinking of like my husband, he is a high C, and he's always asking me all these details. And I'm like, oh, oh it just doesn't matter. Let's just go, go, go. Um, and but he's usually right. Um, after 26 years of marriage, I realized <laughs> that I really do need to slow down. Um, but he needs my ideas too. So there's a balance. So your team at school is going to be the same way, you know, figure out who you need to consult, um, and then make that, you know, decision, um, and move forward, you know, cause you, during this time, you, we really do need leadership that is decisive and confident, um, and thinks of how it's going to impact all parties. That's right. Yeah. Anybody have any thoughts on that, on kind of what they've, you know, what they've noticed with their, with their teaching staff or just kind of communicating out what this might look like? Are you starting to see some of these, you know, personalities come out in a different way? No, everybody's got perfect people that are right on board. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've had uh, at Explorers probably two reactions, and one is that sort of you know drinking from the fire hose, um, almost you know paralyzed by so many options and changes, mm. and the others were the ones who were really kind of excited by it. It's like, oh, this is great! Yeah, we can do this, and they've been you know going to all the little trainings and picking up all the little platforms, and they've got everything ready to go. And um, it's been a little bit like herding cats, though, because everyone's been trying to go in different directions and everyone was trying to contact their families and their parents. And we we're like, whoa, let's hold up. Let's get, like you're talking about a unified message. What's the clarity around what we're going to be doing? Um, we, I mean, just figuring out how we we're going to take attendance, yeah. right? What was going to count as attendance? How would we report attendance? Um, getting everybody into one system has probably taken us three days just to figure that out. Mm. Right, and yep. you're waiting on guidance from the state too. Right. Yeah, there's some of that too. Yes, exactly. Don't even get me started on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just nailed it, you know, well, Deborah. In our case, uh, yeah, go I've got. You. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're up. Go. Okay, uh, I've got some of my lead administrators at the beach right now because. That was planned for their spring break. Mm. Um, but my technology person who does a lot of other things too has been amazing at, at getting resources together and starting a plan um, so that we can teach everybody on our work day on Monday the 30th. Um, and so, you know, she has really stepped up. She's helped me so much because I have other things to focus on like uh, the building project and all that that I mean I can't just ignore that <laughs> um, 
so it you know she's she's just been remarkable um awesome. but i feel like in some ways we have a little bit of time because we are on spring break also it makes it a little difficult because of people scattering um a lot of people did go ahead and do their travel plans um so yeah it's it's been interesting <laughs> excellent yeah you know you're going to find new leaders right i mean you know people are going to step up where you need them and i think this notify the key personnel part is really important for you all to just keep an open mind to right you know you want to keep people in their strength zone and um you want to stretch you right so you know like my point last i think it was sunday when we talked about education plan was does everybody have to create videos? Does everybody have to, you know, lead a digital learning you know, class? Couldn't maybe one teacher's in charge of digital learning, or one's in charge of the attendance and checking in with people, and, and maybe one's in charge of office hours, right? I mean, whatever it is, make sure you keep people in their strength zone, right? And notify, you know, folks as, as we go through this plan and keep, keep your, your, you know, the most important people out front. This is not an equity situation. Everybody has to do the same amount of work. I think that's a that's a recipe for disaster. So, but you know, who who are your teachers that are already doing this, you know, platforming? Could they not be your leads? And then they 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 have a chance to build their own capacity, and then they can grow grow the people under them and really stretch people from their comfort zone. I don't know. What are you know some of your thoughts on that? Maybe you guys are already starting to see that, or you've already started to to implement that. Yeah, I mean, I, just to piggyback on what you were saying, I was listening to that recording from John Maxwell talking about, you know, leading in the time of trouble. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to a leader, he said, boy, or, well, I guess when Obama was becoming president, he said, boy, I wouldn't want to be president right now. And, and John said, man, if I was going to be president, this is when I'd want to be president, because nobody remembers the presidents during the easy times. The presidents we remember are the ones who got us through the hard That's times. Right. And you know, you want to be that kind of leader, the one who was cool and collected and said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And so parceling out the tasks has to do with seeing what people's strengths are and giving them the chance to shine. I, I you know, instead of like, well, we have to equal give out equal work. I think that's less important right now. It's who can deliver the best content to our students, who can make sure we're compliant, you know, who can keep these wheels on the bus. Yep. Who can reach out to families, you know, to make sure because you even want your new prospective families on your Facebook page, right? So how are we, you know, how are we tracking that? How are we communicating to the people who haven't enrolled yet? We want all these things happening, and that's this right, this right side of your uh, screen here, the ahead, right? Allow time for acceptance, okay? So this is the current reality. School's at home, everybody. I mean, we're heading into action. It sounded like Noel's team didn't really, they just you know, launched right into it. <laughs> but you need to, you know, and, you know, and expect problems, right? Expect problems. Make sure everybody knows that we expect to be learning on the fly here, right? We're building it as we go, but always point to success, right? What's working? What's not working? If it's not working, you know, what is the issue? Do we want to continue that or do we need to adjust and have a daily review of your plan? Nice, easy way to go through. So, um, 
But during tough times, you know, just as you know, Katie just mentioned, leaders face reality, right? You've identified the reality. You see the bigger picture now. You're making good choices. You're developing your plan. And you're going to learn from your problems. You're going to learn a lot about your organization, what you have and what you don't have in place during this time. Uh, but I want to make sure that you stay focused, right? Stay microscopic on today, but telescopic over the next three to six months. And, and you guys nailed it. Budget, enrollment, hiring, uh, branding, marketing, all those, all those components. Uh, so we just gave you, you know, some tools and resources because uh, you all have lots of time now to be, you know, sitting around doing nothing. Uh, but, but just to look through, right? And so this is what Katie and I will be constantly leaning on over the next, you know, couple of weeks being here for you all and doing some live, you know, calls and some virtual trainings, you know, down the road. So I would love to know, you know, what are some, off the top of your head, what are some things that may help you um, as, as either a principal or a coach or a teacher leader, what resources and ideas um, do you have? You're like, God, if I had someone who could do this for me, or, or if, you know, someone could teach my people how to do this, you know, what, what are maybe some of those things um, that, that you're looking for help and maybe Katie and I can, you know, uh, um, equip your people or, or, you know, find someone who can help you. I think just, you know, setting up systems and we've been really trying to communicate the message that no battle plan survives contact with the enemy. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we're going to put something in place, but then we're going to be willing to reflect and to uh, reflection is one of our core values anyway to explore is we're going to be willing to reflect and to change that. And we're trying to keep things as low key as possible. I have several teachers who are, you know, Mike, we talk about the microscopic planners. They want everything nailed in place and then done and saying, how about just a simple Google chat yep. a day and says, I'm going to put something out there and check in. And then at your convenience, at your leisure, at some point, please check in. Yeah. Um, to give people some flexibility because our staff are also managing their own kids at home. They're worried about their own parents, family, plans that are getting canceled. So I think just getting those systems in place for, um, we establish point people for each team. You talked about sharing the load a little bit. So that each one of the administrative team is taking a, a certain group of teachers or a grade level uh, so they know to come to us first and then we'll figure out as they start saying their needs that these students aren't checking in or they're worried about this particular kid and what's going on with their family that then we can distribute that out to the counseling staff the ec support staff whatever they need but you know getting that system in place and those hierarchies um, was kind of our first priority yeah I love it. Um, and you, you just made me think about this, you know, Deborah, um, school leader office hours, right? Yeah. What are the office hours for the school leader during this time? If you know, a teacher's have it set up, is there some consistent time where, you know, the school leader will get into their Zoom and just leave it open and anybody wants to talk about something and if it needs to be more private, you can go into one of the breakout rooms or something to that effect and and i and and i think the systems idea and either the daily chat or a daily blog right something that's an ongoing piece because at the end of this at the end of this you're going to review and you're going to say oh here's all here's all the things that we learned and here here are all the pieces that we need to build uh, for next year because nobody nobody wants emergency to happen twice so you need to always know that we're always capable of going online if we need to 
to during hurricanes and all these other pieces. Now we feel good about that we could easily do this. And maybe we can turn our school into more of a blended learning model, right? And really reach maybe that 10 to 15% of kids that we've really struggled with over the past. So that's that letter D, right? That daily review of your plan. I love that. Good job, Deborah. Excellent. And I think there was someone in the chat, Katie, somebody. Yeah, Noelle from uh, Scholars Academy. She said, we're doing a daily Zoom with our staff right now as we get through this week to ask questions, give ideas, and encourage each other. Yes. Yeah, it makes me think of the four uh, meetings, right? The four critical meetings, the daily stand-up, right? Everybody hops into Zoom for 10 minutes at, you know, 7.30 or whatever. And then, and then we have our, our, you know, weekly tactical meetings still, right? How is everything going? How's our plans, you know, based on the left-hand side of, of, this, of this, you know, sheet? Yeah, I mean, you could still do, you could still operate as a school. You're just doing it from a virtual model. I, I love it. Good. Anything else? Those are all the comments we have right now. Cool. Love I love to hear it. from others. <laughs> well, hopefully this time was valuable to you all. Um, I'm going to end with this here. The, the six rules of successful leadership. Control your destiny or someone else will. Face reality as it is, not as it was or as you wish it were. So important right now. Be candid with everyone. Don't manage, lead. Change before you have to. And if you don't have a competitive advantage, don't compete. All right? So control your destiny or someone else is going to. And so it makes me think about the government piece. We can't worry about those aspects, right? If we're waiting for them to lead us, you know, direct us, and this is just as a whole, then we're chasing rainbows forever. And you don't want to be chasing rainbows, right? You set the tone of your school. And then when you're done and you've done a great successful job because you've used a plan ahead model or whatever your strategic model is, at the end, then you're going you're gonna to lay over your results over what the state had said that you needed to do, and then you're gonna learn, right? Hey, we nailed it, or we over, we over exceeded, uh, or we missed it, whatever it is, right? You are working in a uncertain situation, and it's okay to be uncertain, but it's not okay to be unclear. So I'll leave you all with that. Thanks for giving Katie and I time today. And uh, so I'll send back out the uh, uh, recording and the resources and everything we talked about today. Keep on working hard and reach out to us if you all need anything. Thanks, everyone.